You're listening to Tea with Basha, a podcast that inspires you to curate your life and be the version of yourself that you want to be. My name is Basha Restrepo, and I'm sharing lessons, perspectives, and discussing topics that will help you help yourself. Because as they say, everything that you need is already within you. Welcome back to Tea with Basha. If it's your first time here, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and that is so appreciated. This episode dives into criticism. Today, we're exploring where criticism comes from, both internally and externally. In this episode, we understand and learn how to deal with various forms of criticism. Another goal of today's episode is to help us overcome the fear that comes with dealing with criticism or criticism in general in order to help us feel empowered to take on our projects, dreams, and our goals. So first, here is the dictionary definition of criticism. So the dictionary defines criticism as, quote, to consider the merits and demerits of, and judge accordingly, evaluate or to find fault with, point out the faults of. Just as a side note here, it's really important to define things for ourselves in an effort to understand them. Because a lot of times when we deal with things, we may have a different definition of what they are. So I hope that these definitions can serve a purpose in helping you understand the terms before we learn how to apply tactics and strategies on how to handle various situations. Now that we have a kind of overall definition of criticism, there are two subtypes, I suppose. One is destructive criticism, which is completely unwarranted and it doesn't serve a purpose. And then there's constructive criticism, which is specific, considerate, and it doesn't attack someone. So three aspects of constructive criticism that I want to address here. One, it's compassionate. People should give criticism in a way that indicates care for the recipient, and it should come from someone the recipient respects. So with constructive criticism, oftentimes the purpose is to help versus destructive criticism, the goal of which is merely to belittle or hurt another person. Another aspect of constructive criticism is that it's specific. Criticism should target the appropriate elements of the recipient's performance and offer specific guidance from improvement. The more specific the constructive criticism that you either give or get, the better. And the final aspect is that it should be a match. So the criticism should align with the recipient's emotions and motivation, not just be completely arbitrary and unrelated. So critiques and complaints tend to be about more specific issues, whereas criticism, especially destructive criticism, usually has to do with attacking a person's character or who they are. I think a lot of people, at least in the heat of the moment, If there is an argument or if there is some sort of disagreement, the ego kind of turns on and criticism can sometimes turn destructive rather than constructive. And that's very difficult, both as a recipient, as a giver, because you have to understand that words hurt. So if there's something that you say out loud due to ego, pride, anger, whatever emotion it is, it's very difficult to take those words back. And It requires a certain self-policing in order to understand that not everything is worth saying with tremendous emotion. And that goes for a giver. 
of criticism and destructive criticism specifically. And as far as the recipient, it could really hurt. So just take a step back and really analyze how you're reacting to certain situations. Because even in the heat of the moment, there is the option to step back. And there is the option to left certain things unsaid until you get to a better place. And it doesn't mean that what you're feeling is wrong. It just means that once you cool off from a situation or from a disagreement or from whatever ego trigger you're having, you'll be in a better position mentally to communicate more effectively what you're feeling. And it could veer towards more of a constructive criticism rather than a destructive criticism. Then there's self-criticism, which is the act of or capacity for criticizing one's own faults or shortcomings. Self-criticism is the tendency to evaluate oneself harshly. Self-critical individuals are always scrutinizing themselves and their performance in most areas of life. Now, I have to admit, I was 100% this type of person. I am getting better with time, but it's definitely a personality trait where some people are very hard on themselves, whereas others are less hard on themselves. But we all fall somewhere along that continuum. I'm definitely 100% happy that I worked on that specifically for myself because it has allowed me to not only live a more happy life, but also get a lot more done, ironically. So if you feel that you're a highly self-critical individual, shoot me a message on Instagram, DM me at Tea with Basha, follow me on there, and I'll dive into an episode on self-criticism if that's something that you'd be interested in. But back to self-critical individuals, um, generally they're deeply afraid of failure and rejection. They feel a lot of guilt and prioritize achievement over social connection. So they have a really hard time forming close relationships. And that quote is from Psychology Today. A lot of times self-critical individuals are perfectionists and they strive to achieve every single thing that they possibly can. And it's highly detrimental to their mental health. At least it can be. It may not necessarily be to everyone, but I have known a few perfectionists in my time and myself, I have been a perfectionist in the past and it can be very debilitating. So now that we kind of have an understanding of what criticism is, where does it come from? One of the main places that criticism comes from is from intolerance. So when people are set in their ways and people can be very set in their ways, they often criticize things that are different from what they are used to or like, which usually comes in the form of a negative mindset or being argumentative. And if you're finding that you are just always negative or always argumentative, you might want to take a step back and just kind of look at the reasons why. Are you just maybe too set in your ways? Should you maybe gain a little bit of flexibility? And also if other people around you are that way and you might be taking it a little bit personally, sometimes people are just set in their ways. So just be mindful of that. I actually talk about how to deal with toxic negative individuals specifically in a podcast episode. So go check that out if you're finding that you're having a difficult time dealing with a negative person in your life. Another place that criticism comes from is internalized criticism. So we all get criticism. We all have received it at some point or another. But those of us that internalize criticism 
they take the criticism they have received from other people and they project it onto other people. And they do so in an attempt to alleviate negative feelings. So it can be more of a reflection of things going on in their own lives than things they observe or what they actually even think of the other person. It's a projection. At the end of the day, we're all kind of walking around projecting our own issues, right? But um, people who have this internalized criticism, they tend to experience fewer positive emotions and more negative emotions on the day-to-day. They are more likely to become depressed and to develop various other forms of mental illness, such as eating disorders and anxiety disorders, and cope with problems in their life in an avoidant, less productive way. For example, by isolating from others when they're upset rather than seeking out support. So these individuals will often not want to address There are problems in conversations with other people. They may have a difficult time expressing their emotions. And it really stems from this internalized criticism and taking what people say so personally and to heart that they actually start to believe the criticism rather than truly knowing who they are themselves and trusting themselves. Another source of criticism is just merely it's a defense mechanism. Some people like to use criticism to try to throw the focus off of themselves if they feel uncomfortable. So it's kind of like as part of that avoidant type of personality, it's a defense mechanism then, and that's what it is. And that's a coping mechanism too. So a study conducted in the 1980s, and by the way, again, I'm going to have all my sources in the bio in case you want to check them out for yourself. Those who received destructive criticism reported greater anger and tension and indicated that they would be more likely to handle future disagreements with the source through resistance or avoidance and less likely to handle disagreements through collaboration or compromise. So these are very clear negative implications that result from destructive criticism. There's an impact on conflict, self-efficacy, and task performance. It's very difficult for people who have this kind of destructive mentality to resolve conflicts in a mutually collaborative way. So it's just something to think about. It's something that I had to think about at one point in my life. If you are constantly finding that you can't resolve conflicts, maybe take a step back and look at how you're approaching conflicts. So why is this impactful? It can impact self-worth, self-image, and hurt the person the criticism is directed at, obviously. So just be very careful because your words have an impact on people and you can't take them back. You can certainly apologize but it may change the course of your relationship. So just be very careful about the things that you say to people. You know, criticism, especially destructive criticism, it can lead to contempt for the other person, especially in close relationships and friendships, which can in turn lead to fractures that can lead to total destruction of the relationship. You have to ask yourself, is your momentary emotion worth the destruction of an entire relationship, potentially? That negative cycle can be an interaction cycle between two people. And if that's left unchecked, it can create an enormous amount of distance and disconnection in a relationship. 
And we all have mouths. We all have the ability to not use them and use them. So the best part about this is that you are in complete control of how you approach people, situations, conflict. And you can use words that are appropriate for conflict resolution. You can be completely open with someone about how you feel without taking it to a place that it doesn't need to go. So if you're in a situation where somebody is constantly criticizing you, what can you do? How do you overcome that fear? Because a lot of times we don't stand up for ourselves out of fear. Well, first recognize that particularly the destructive criticism is not an accurate reflection of yourself. It says more about the person doing the criticizing. So if you're getting criticism that is destructive in nature, you 100% can rest assured that it's just their own anger taking over and projecting onto you. If you're getting a calm, respectful, constructive criticism, then just take a step back and listen to it because it may actually help you in the long run. If you let criticism stand in your way, it will become way harder to achieve things. Take the good and leave the bad. If we're going to evolve individually, we need to be able to deal with criticism, constructive criticism, because destructive is unnecessary, like we said in the beginning. But in order to get better, you need to understand the things that you are doing that may be preventing you from achieving certain goals. And that's where constructive criticism has a role, has a place. Because a lot of times from our own subjective perspective, we can't really see what we're doing. If someone is kind enough to help us constructively, then it's wise to listen. Even if you don't implement it, just the act of listening will allow you to open your mind to the possibility. And if you're faced with destructive criticism, just stand up for yourself. Speaking up for yourself can make you feel empowered. You do not have to be in a situation where somebody is being disrespectful and critical of you on a constant basis. You don't. You can walk away from that person. You don't have to hang out with the person. You don't have to have that person in your life. If the only role that they play in your life is to be destructively critical, there is no place in life for a person like that. Once you overcome the fear, how do you handle it? How do you handle the criticism? Well, first, as I mentioned, don't take it so personally. Constructive criticism is meant to help you grow and improve, and it doesn't reflect you internally. Whereas destructive criticism is only meant to be hurtful. It has no value and should be treated as such. And more often than not, the person giving you constructive criticism in a respectful manner cares about you versus destructive criticism. That is often just an ego projection of the person dishing it out. Next, listen to what is being said, as I mentioned. Determine which type of criticism it is, constructive or destructive and if any further action needs to be taken. If it's constructive criticism, what can you take from what's been said? Respond if you feel it's appropriate or needed. Take time to think about it and then make a determination. You don't have to determine at that moment whether it's constructive or destructive. You can take a few minutes or even a few days or even a few weeks to think about it. The longer you take, obviously, the further you are from it, but you can take your time. Also, if you need clarification, feel free to ask questions. Take care of yourself. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's also okay to protect yourself. Don't let criticism stop you from trying again. If you're approaching something, like a project, for example, 
and you're finding that you're having trouble growing it. Ask individuals in your life for help, for constructive criticism, and let them know what you're looking for. But at the same time, if you're asking for constructive criticism and they're giving you a certain criticism, determine whether they're just being destructive or constructive. There's a fine line between destructive and constructive. I know that when we hear criticism in general, we tend to lump it into one category because let's say we're working on a project and someone gives us constructive criticism. It can be mildly hurtful if something that you know, we're doing and we're putting our 100% effort in is criticized. But just taking that moment and understanding that it is there to help you will really change your life. If all you're getting though is no or no, 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 without any sort of constructive criticism attached to that, that's where it becomes destructive. Finally, if you do wind up asking for criticism, don't lash out at the person providing it. If the person is providing you with constructive criticism, more often than not, they really want to help. If you simply find that you don't agree with the criticism or if it's not in line with what you're looking for, as long as you listen respectfully, thank them, you don't have to necessarily apply it to what you're doing, but it's good to at least get different perspectives. Be kind. Put out the energy you want to receive. That's something really important to remember. If you truly go out there and you help people, there will be people that help you. If we all help each other, in the long run, we're just helping the entire world. And as cliche as that may sound, it's true. So try an act of kindness today. Today we talked about how to deal with criticism. We identified it. We defined criticism. We identified where it comes from, why it's impactful. We talked about how to overcome fear how to handle the criticism, and I sincerely hope that this will allow you to open up your mind and heart. Well, thank you so much for listening. If this is your first time here or you're a returning guest, please don't forget to subscribe. You can follow me on at Tea with Basha on Instagram, and you can reach out to me there. I would love to hear your thoughts on the episodes or even hear your suggestions on what to talk about next. Don't forget to leave a review. Thank you so much again, and we will speak next Monday.